Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Good morning, saints. Wherever you are listening or watching this program today, I pray that you will receive what God has for you. Let's pray. Father, I thank you and I praise you today in the name of Jesus. I give you glory, honor, and praise that as I decrease, you would increase in me. I ask that you would anoint the ears and open the hearts of each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father, because you said that I can come boldly to your throne of grace. Ask for mercy in time of need, not only for myself, but for those that are listening. And so today I just want to give you the praise. I thank you for peace and Quiet, O oh God, in this region right now, in Jesus' name, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rise up against us shall be brought down in judgment, in Jesus' name. I give you all the praise and all the glory, because you deserve all the glory, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And saints, I have a message for you right now, and I felt that this was a necessary message, because I know that saints are being battered and saints are going through a lot right now and saints are, are they don't know which way to turn and they don't know that they, some of them don't know the lord and even those that know jesus christ they're still going through well guess what according to this message this morning i hope that you will be able to receive something it says are you weary and tired jesus says come to him if you are weary and tired you can come to jesus according to matthew 11 28 and 29 the scripture would say he said come to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and i will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for i am gentle and and lowly in heart and you will find rest in your so for your souls so jesus is calling you to him what am i saying i'm saying to you that those of you that don't know jesus christ as your lord and savior and you're being battered by the enemy it's time to come and be rested in jesus christ you know in the book of hebrews uh, god said that they were not going to enter his rest and all the people that was born in egypt that he brought out of egypt what he did was they were not able to enter into his rest. And what am I saying? Because this is a very important uh, a piece of information for those of you that may not know it. There's a lot of people that have, they feel like they got to say, in other words, they're keeping the uh, saying that uh, uh, on the Sabbath day. Guess what? The, Jesus said he was Lord of the Sabbath, which means this. When you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have entered into his rest. You don't have to fight the world no longer by yourself. He is going to be there for you. Glory be to God. So I'm saying that too many people have brought a lot of drama and a lot of baggage into this new year. And, and this is just the second month or whatever in, in, in this year. But we need to make sure that we understand that we we can find rest in Jesus Christ if we just choose to accept him as our Lord and Savior. Amen. And so you don't need to carry around all this baggage that you have brought in from, from the last year. You know, I know we went through several years of drama. We went through several years of lockdown and several years of, 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 of you know, forcing you to take a shot and, and going through this and that. And, but guess what? 
It's time to leave all of that behind. You are coming. You are you're in, in, in a new year. And you now have a fresh start. And like I said, for those of you that have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you don't want to play around with your eternity. Because eternity is a long time. You want to make sure that you enter into the rest. Glory be to God. When Jesus went to the cross, my God, when he went to the cross and he laid down his life, what happened is that, you now can enter that rest by accepting him as your Lord and Savior. Amen. So, although Matthew Gospel was written for all people, it focuses highly on the Jewish people. It, it opens with a genealogy specific to Abraham and David as Jewish leaders, identifying Jesus as, a, as descendants from the tribe of Judah. He also quotes from the Old Testament more than 60 times, emphasizing Jesus as the Messiah who fulfilled the Jewish prophecies okay if you are tired listen to me this message is not just for them this message is for you when jesus is saying here in matthew 11 and 28 through 29 he is telling all of us you see because remember we are all of his we are all his creation we belong to him but he gave us a free will, whether we can come in or whether we can stay out. And it's up to you. I made a decision to come on in because I wanted to be able to rest. I know I'm, I'm serious. When I nowadays, when Satan attacks me, I just say, Jesus, you got that. Take that. You, you need to deal with that. And guess what? He deals with it. And so when you begin to rest in Jesus Christ, hallelujah, what happens is you don't have to fight the battle on your own because the Bible says the battle is the Lord's. Amen. And so if you are tired of struggling, Jesus can give you rest. This also describes the the path to uh, uh, which is to God the Father. Because remember, the Bible lets us know that God is angry with the wicked every day. There's a wall between God and you. There's a wall, and the only way to get through that wall is by taking Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. And so today. If you choose to, to, to go through that hard labor, then you will reject Jesus Christ. But if you don't want to go through the hard labor, you now will accept him and allow him to carry you. The Bible said Jesus, Jesus frees us from carrying the burden of our own sin. He went to the cross and he laid down his life so that you and I can be free from every sin, past, present, and future. And yes, we're all sinners and the grace. The Bible says Jesus came with grace and truth. Moses came with the law and the law could not deliver you. The law only pointed you to let you know that you are a sinner. But Jesus came with grace and truth. Amen. And so when that's why he is able to tell you to come to him and bring your burdens to him. He's letting you know that you don't have to carry those burdens any longer. I know we've been through a lot, but guess what? You can leave those burdens aside. You can, in other words, bring them and leave them at the foot of the cross. Amen. Glory be to God. And so we got to make sure that we understand that. See, God created rest for our benefit to restore us. We can experience true rest when we spend time in God's presence, praying or reflecting on his word, meditating on his word. As we take time from our busy schedule, we can still be silent in his presence. What am I saying? I you know, as long as I've been doing this, I realize that I don't have to fight the enemy 
like I used to. Why? Because I realized that the more I sit down, the longer I sit and talk to God, literally have a conversation with him, letting him know how much I appreciate him, letting him know that I'm grateful that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, letting him know that I'm great, that I know him, that I have a relationship with him. And I just keep talking and talking and talking. Every day I ask the Lord to teach me how to pray or how to talk to him. And now sometimes I I'm praying and I can hear stuff or, but now I say, God, I say, you got that. You got that. That's your, that's your fight. That mine. He's Jehovah Nisi. So I'm sharing with you today that you can find rest in Jesus Christ. You can find rest. Jesus came and he broke down the middle wall. Glory be to God. He is the one that opened up the door. The Bible says when Jesus said it was finished that the, 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 the veil in the temple was ripped from top to bottom. Listen, they said 40 horses on each side could not have pulled that veil apart. It had to be done from heaven. In other words, when God was pleased with what Jesus did at Calvary, he tore down the the, the veil. In other words, now we don't have to depend on those high priests that dies every so often. We have a high priest that went to that cross and gave up. His life, glory be to God. But the, oh, the most important thing was this. When he rose from the dead, God raised him from the dead three days later. And listen to me. I'm telling you what I know. You can find rest in Jesus Christ. Amen. He frees us from carrying all this heavy burden. You know, when you come into the kingdom, you be carrying all kinds of baggage on your back. But you don't need to carry those. He said, he said, come to me. All you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Come to me. Jesus is calling us to come to him. And he's going to relieve us from all of this burden that we are carrying. Amen. According to Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 11. And I got to look at that. Hebrews 3 and verse 11. Look what the Bible says. 3 and 11. He said. Amen. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 11. Look what the scripture said. This is powerful right here. He said, um, He said, Thank you, Lord. He said, So I swore in my wrath, watch this, they shall not enter my rest. Listen to this. I, I need to read a little bit deeper than that because that's one verse, but it's not going to help you. Listen. Verse, chapter 3 and verse it says, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion, in the, in, in the day of tri- tri- trial in the wilderness, where your fathers tested me, tried me, and saw my works 40 years. Therefore, I was angry with the generation and said, they also shall, they also go astray in their heart. Watch this. And they have not known my ways. So I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. You know, the Bible talks about Moses learned the ways of God. We need to learn God's ways so that we can please him. You see, if you have a friend 
and you don't know how what they like and what they don't like you're not going to be friends with them very long you want to please your friend you if your friend is nice to you and you're nice to your friend you need to learn their ways so what do you do you spend time with that person so that you can learn the things that they like and don't like well it's the same thing if you spend time with God you will learn his ways you will learn not to grieve the holy spirit you will learn to please him you will learn that he loves praise and he loves to be worshiped you will learn that he likes to com- communicate with you. He said to call upon him and he will answer and show you great and mighty things. He said to come into his presence, into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. He said to come boldly to the throne of grace and ask for mercy in time of need. In other words, when I mess up, yes, I said yes to Jesus, but I'm going to mess up from time to time because I'm living in this sinful body. He said, look, don't lay in your mess. I've left a, a, an avenue for you. He said, First John 1 and 9 says, If you confess your faults, he is faithful to forgive you and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. But he also said that you can come to him and find rest in him. And many people, what it is, is because you don't read your Bible. You don't know that all of these good promises are in here. People of God, I'm telling you, you got to learn and know and do what what is right. But one of the most important things that you can do is to spend time in his presence. Spend time in the presence of God. And I don't mean spend time in the Catholic church with this 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 thing that they call a look like a wafer no that's a piece of metal that's nothing in that i am talking about literally sitting in your bedroom in your closet wherever you want to sit wherever you have some peace and quiet spend time with god spend time talking to the lord spend time in his presence worship him Glorify his name. Let him know that you're grateful for the sun and the moon. Let him know that you're grateful for the the early rain and the latter rain. Let him know that you are grateful to be alive. Let him know that you are grateful that every organ in your body is working in perfect condition. Let him know that you are thankful because when you were sleeping last night, you didn't know what was going on, but he was watching over you. Let him know. Talk to him. Yes. So... The author of Hebrews is using a quotation in Psalm 95 to illustrate the important point. Early verses explain that Jesus is a greater example than Moses, and so we should seek to follow Christ, even in times of hardship. Amen. So what am I saying? And so we should, uh, uh, Psalm 95 is a warning to Israel not to lose faith in God, and they did after, uh, uh, as they did after they left Egypt. In other words... As soon as they came out of Egypt, even after all the miracles that they saw God did in Egypt, with all the locusts and all the blood, the the, the river turning into blood, and and there's light in Goshen, and, and there's darkness in Egypt, and the firstborn died, and all the things that they did, they still was grumbling and murmuring and complaining. They were still carrying on like a bunch of idiots in the wilderness. They went to this place called Elam and they, the water was bitter. They, they couldn't drink the water and they murmured. Moses said they almost want to stone him. You see, people are very 
what I say is they have very short memory. They have very short memory. They don't remember the goodness of people. They don't remember the goodness of God. It's like I, I, I had a friend of mine and I, I, um, she used to work for me. And I remember I sold a piece of property and I, I wrote her a check because she used to help me. And so it, this was, I wrote her a large check because I just wanted to help bless. And in two weeks, the girl turned around and told me nobody ever did nothing for her. Nobody gave her nothing. People have very short memory. Okay. And that's not a good thing. You need to remember the goodness of God. You need to remember the goodness of people. And Jesus is saying, look, you can find rest in me if you choose to. It's a choice that you make. Do you want that rest? Do you want to be rest, rested in God? God wants to serve you. God wants to bless you. God wants to give you his grace. He, he's giving out exceptional amount of grace right now. Excuse me. Do you understand that right now we are in, we're living in overtime grace? What am I saying? There's so much grace. God is so tolerant. He's so long suffering and, and people are still doing nonsense, you see. But anyway, so what am I saying here? Christians then are called to be, to hold fast to their faith, even under persecution. They, so they don't lose their fellowship and inheritance that God has for them. God has a lot for us, but we need to make sure that we stay connected to him. We cannot be one way today and one way tomorrow. No, we need to make sure that we hold on to our faith. I know whenever I pray for the people that are pers being persecuted around the world, one girl told me one time, she said, would you pray for this pastor because he's in jail in Iran? And I said, no, I can't pray for the pastor, but I will pray that God will help him to maintain his faith, that he will not relinquish the name of Jesus. I said, do you realize if he dies as a martyr, how many people will come to Christ? I said, you know, we, we got to go through some suffering, but people, again, we don't, we read the Bible and then we forget very quickly. We can't do that. We need to make sure that we are aware of what the word of God is saying so that when we begin to pray for people, we, we, we will pray for them accurately. We will pray in a manner that God will respond to us. And don't worry if your prayers don't get answered right away. Don't worry. According to Revelation chapter 5 and 8, it says your prayers are being stored up in a bowl. Glory be to God. And when the time come. In other words, when God says enough is enough, he's going to pour out that wrath on the world and you will see, you will be vindicated. Amen. So don't worry if your prayers don't get answered right away because you got to also remember that God says a day to him is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day. Some people pray for six months and they forget. I'm different. When you tell me to pray, I'm not going to stop praying until you tell me you get the answer. And that's the way we're supposed to be. All of us are supposed to be like that. We're supposed to not get weary in well-doing because if we faint not, we will reap the reward. Glory be to God. Amen. So the reference to rest here needs to be carefully understood. This part of Hebrew uses several meaning of rest. This verse is a reference to Israel's victory in Canaan. As intended by God in Deuteronomy 12 and 9, the rebellious, faithless generation of Israel in the desert was barred 
from obtaining this victory. In other words, God says they will not enter my rest because they were murmurers, they were complainers. Is God with us? Can God give us meat, flesh to eat? Uh, you know, is there no water? Did you bring us out here in this wilderness to die with our cattle and our children? They were murmurers and God hates murmurers and complainers. But he also understands that you're human being and you're made out of dust. The Bible says he doesn't deal with us the way that he should. And so here comes Jesus now in the New Testament. And he's saying, look, you're weary. You carry heavy burdens. Come to me and I will give you rest. Amen. Then we look here and we see here it says, Canaan. And so this is not a reference to a loss of salvation. So just so you know. This is not, that's not what we're saying here. We're saying that those people, they were murmurers and complainers and they did not get, they, in other words, their faith was not in God. Their faith was not in Jesus Christ. I know Jesus was not on the scene at the time, but they didn't put their faith in him. They didn't trust God. They didn't have no faith. You see, faith is the substance of things hoped for, according to Hebrews 11 and 1. It is the evidence of things not seen. So just because you can't see the answer right now, it doesn't mean that you're supposed to give up on your faith. And this is what we got to remember. And so when it gets too rough, Jesus said, come to me, come. He said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He's telling you. Come to me. Bring me your problems. I can deal with the problems. I already went to the cross. You see, most people are fighting for victory, but we should not be fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory. Victory was won at Calvary. And all of you and all myself that says yes to Jesus Christ, we have the victory. Sometimes we may not see it. And that's why Jesus said to bring your burdens unto him because sometimes it can look very bleak. Yes, but we got to know that he's there for us. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. So we see here that uh, Hebrews 4 and 9 will appeal to an eternal ultimate rest. Uh, rest of heaven separates, separates from what is mentioned here. What am I saying? In other words, those people in the wilderness, they did not, they're, not, they're not going to heaven. They're not. They're already in hell. But we that have said yes to Jesus Christ, or we that choose to say yes to him, we will have that rest in heaven. Why? Because we are paid, putting our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Amen. These, these great words of our Lord have, had, have been a bomb to millions of weary Christians. And right now there's a lot of weary saints. A lot of weary saints. Glory be to God. But God is telling you to come. God does not promise a life of heart uh, that's going to devoid of hardship. No. He said he's going to bless you a thousandfold in this life. This life right now. But with tribulation. Why is that? You see, he did not promise you a life without hardship. Because he knows that Satan is not going to sit by and allow you to get all the promises that he has for you. So you know, but he, and, and so he realizes that many of us have to fight. Fight. But remember, you're dealing with a spiritual war and you cannot fight it 
with physical weapons. You've got to fight it in the spirit, on your knees. Amen. Glory be to God. So here we see that we carry our burdens and we, we earn, we, we learn how to bring them and leave them at the foot of the cross. Amen. Every burden that you have, every burden that you have, you can bring it to the foot of the cross. It is water to a man in a desert who is dying of thirst when you come to Jesus Christ and give him your problems. Amen. Jesus saw that humanity was harassed and helpless in Matthew 9 and verse 36. Let's look at that. 9 and verse 36. He says, But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for for them because they were weary and scattered like sheep, having no shepherd. And what I'm seeing just from talking to people, they are weary. They're not, they they have a shepherd, but they're not spending time with the shepherd. They're wandering off in the wilderness and the wolves are coming after them. And the shepherd is saying, come back, come back, come on back. You backsliders, come on back. You that said you once loved me, come on back. I have my hands stretched out all day long to a wicked and a perverse generation. Come on, glory be to God. Amen. So we see here, we see here also the sheep of this pastor were thirsty for living water and that was John chapter 4 and verse 10 he himself will lead us beside still waters for a peaceful drink amen and that's what Jesus is saying to us he said I'm going to read this verse 29 said take my yoke take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls in other words I brought a message to you today to help you, to uplift you, to encourage you to get out of the place where you're at. There's some of you laying in bed right now and the devil have battered you so bad until you don't know which way to go. Guess what? If you said Jesus long enough, you're going to get the strength. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to help you. You got to ask God to help you. Glory be to God. He is there, but he's a gentleman. He's not going to force himself on you. Ask him to bring people in your life that's going to help you to get to where you need to go. Partner with somebody. I was talking to a lady the other day and she said, oh, I'm an evangelist and the devil has beat her down to the ground. Why? Because what she failed to realize is that. So according to the, the Bible talks about weary and burdened is a perfect way to describe the state of men and women on the earth in today's hurried society more than ever the savior becomes the savior beckons us to stop and look to him for the rest according to isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15 let's look at that isaiah chapter 30 and verse 15 look what it says it says uh 15 for thus says the Lord, the thirty and yeah. For thus says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel: In returning and rest, you shall be saved. In questioning, quietness and obedience shall be your strength. But you would not. So what? What God is saying to us is this: If we take His word 
and continue to do his word, continue to live his word, continue to conform to the image of his son, Jesus Christ, then guess what? We will find rest. And so today, if I don't leave you with nothing, I want to let you know that God says, excuse me, he said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. He said, come to me, all you who are, who labor and are weary, heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you are carrying something on your back right now, some burden, you can bring it to the Lord in prayer and he will help you. He will not leave you orphaned. Okay. The word come to me. Jesus calls us to come follow me. Matthew 4 and 19. Then he says, come and be my disciple. He's always inviting us along the path that he is traveling. He will continue to walk faithfully. We must decide whether we will answer the f- and follow his invitation. We got to decide. It's up to us. Or it, 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 are, are we going to die to ourselves? Because that's the only way you can receive the, you know, the invitation that he's given you. You've got to die to self. So as I close this message, I just want to remind you that if you are burdened down with stuff, you can come and take rest in Jesus Christ. You can give him your life. You don't have to sit up and carry all of those unnecessary burden. You can allow God to be that person that he is. He is your father, but you got to first accept him. You got to accept Jesus Christ in order for him to be your father. So I leave you today and I want to bless God for you. And I hope and pray that you heard what I'm saying. I hope that you will hearing this voice of the Holy Spirit through my voice and that you will find rest in Jesus Christ. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, accept him today. It's not time to play with your eternity. Eternity is a very long time. So today I leave you and I just want to say God bless you. In Jesus' name we say bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Amen.